0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am so happy to be back with you. How I've missed you all. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tanika, and you know I have sex coach Mary over there looking down. There you go. We see. She just, she just can't help it, but it's okay because we love her anyway. How you doing, Mia? Great. I don't know where to look, that's why. <laughs> well, she always got an excuse, like every week, I call her out, and she always got an excuse, but it's, it's okay, we're used to it, <laughs> we are used to it, and we also have a very special guest with us today, we have Miss Andrea Willoughby, hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello, <laughs> thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. You're welcome.
0: She wrote it for me phonetically. I said, oh, I love it. It makes my job so much more easy. So let me tell you a little bit about Andrea. She is an emotional mastery healer, speaker, teacher, and coach. She helps restore peace in your stressed out body, we we all need that. In her private practice of almost 20 years, she's a certified B E S T best. Hmm, I wonder what that stands for. And Riki practitioner, yoga meditation teacher, and energy embodiment coach. She specializes in helping you activate your inner healer. And these are critical skills for finding peace, joy. In love in your life. And so we're going to spend some time with Andrea today and I am looking forward to it. And for those who don't know, because some people don't, first, what is an energy healer?
1: Oh, yes. So an energy healer is a person who it's their goal and intent to help move the energy that people are carrying around different topics in their life different energetic patterns that are causing them to have uh, things show up in their life that they may not want to show up they could be physical symptoms they could be um, a lot of emotional um, symptoms like anxiety or depression or anger those are caused by energy patterns and It also could be from a toxic event in your life that um, you start some kind of energy pattern. It's usually through big stresses that happen that we get like a little glitch in the programming, (laughs) in the nervous system. And there's kind of a loop running that you can't get out of. So even though you think you're sleeping at night, your brain is still running this danger that happened in your life, maybe 20 years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And it's, it's not allowing you to really step into your power and to be your full self in this life. So we wanna get rid of the muck, you know, the gunk that we've collected over the years through trauma that has stored in our body. And there are many ways to do it, meditation, yoga practices, um, but if somebody's really motivated to get to the bottom of why certain things keep showing up in their lives, um, usually those things are related to health, finances, and relationships. So those are the biggest areas where we know hey, something is not the way I want it to be. Why do I keep attracting these same people into my life? Why do I, I keep having money problems? It's usually an energetic programming problem. So that's what an energy healer can do. And anyone can learn to be an energy healer, but not everyone is going to be drawn to that. And I get it. You know, we all have our gifts. And I was drawn to it because I am a very sensitive person energetically. I do feel people's energy. Whether I'm doing this work or not, I'm gonna be feeling people's energy. And I'll just say that I struggled for many years with health problems, with anxiety, with depression, with wondering what the heck is going on in my body. I feel like I'm 80 years old and I was in my thirties at that time. And, um, and that drove me to continue to seek out answers. And it wasn't until I found the answer within this technique called BEST or bioenergetic synchronization technique, just one of many ways to move energy, but boy, did it work for me. And in a matter of weeks, I had let go of, speaking of gut stuff, um, I had had irritable bowel for like seven years. Ever since my sister got really mad at me. never said it like this before, but for forgetting to invite her to my son's birthday party. And I totally forgot. And she and I had been talking about it all week. I totally expected her to be there. You know, we had been talking, but we hadn't been talking about the party. I don't know. I was like I was I had two little boys. I was barely keeping up. So the day of the party, I'm like, where's (laughs) Peter? But the the cold feeling of, did I actually tell her? Oh, no. I want to say, it was devastating to me because I was highly sensitive about stuff like that. And she was upset and rightfully so, you know, and I called her, I'm like, where are you? (laughs) Why aren't you here? We're almost cutting the cake. She goes, I didn't know. So anyway, that day, the next day, I started having diarrhea. And for seven years, I had diarrhea. Mm -hmm. And so let's just say that was an accumulation. That was just the last straw. Because that doesn't seem like something that should totally throw off my nervous system. But I was fully stressed before that happened. I was carrying so much stress. My bucket almost runneth over. And that was the last straw. My nervous system just couldn't take it. Mm -hmm. And then my getting those best treatments, seven years later, I had that problem, and within three weeks, it was gone, so it was emotional, it was energetic, and all the things I did in the meantime, Tai Chi, yoga, some meditation, blah, 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 change my lifestyle, try to cut out the stress, none of that zeroed in on it the way I needed it zeroed in with this technique. So that really got my attention, and I became, ultimately, I became a best practitioner. Um, That was all about 20 years ago. Um, But I did seek treatments from a chiropractor who was practicing best at that time, and I probably got treatments from him for a couple years, because I had a long pit to climb out of that wasn't my only physical problem. (laughs) Let's just say that the next level of physical. So you start to unwind these physical problems and I didn't have that irritable bowel anymore unless maybe I allowed myself to hang around with chemicals, you know, like we had some construction done in our house and I didn't think I needed to move out for a few days. But while it was really toxic with whatever glue or whatever they used. I slept through that in that soup, that terrible thing that I will never do that again. <laughs> but that brought back some new symptoms or some new symptoms at that point. And sometimes that would include that same vulnerability of that irritable bowel but it would only last for a few days. And, uh, oh, I used to dye my hair. Yeah, isn't it beautiful, white? <laughs> it actually I it. is. I actually
0: love it. And that with your eyes, it, it does look very nice.
1: Thank you. Well, for 30 years, I dyed it. And I dyed it with pretty toxic stuff because that's all I knew back then. So it was permanent hair color with coal tar and other petrochemicals in it. And like every six weeks, I would get what felt like the flu, not oh, right wow. after, three weeks after I died it, I would feel like, oh, I've got a bug or a virus, I have to stay home. And I finally put that together. So, you know, for a highly sensitive person, that was the trauma every time I had my hair cut. You know, it was like another buildup of, of toxins in my system. So there are these different ways we can get toxins in. They can come from within, like with our worried and stressful thinking, we'll create toxins from within or we can get them from without as well. And so we wanna start to manage that and lower our toxin level and avoid toxic chemicals if we can. Um, And also notice when we're getting riled up on the inside, and feeling worried, anxious, depressed, that's also creating more toxins in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so to reduce the stress level, lower that stress level in that bucket, so that you can tolerate a little problem that comes up, like when you forget to invite, you know, (laughs) a family party. Um, Yeah, that shouldn't normally throw a person off the edge. But if you're stress level is already high that can do it so that was a lot of information did that answer your question
0: <laughs> yes it did and i i can agree especially with the toxins inside and out and it's so funny that you mentioned the toxic chemicals for you know the hair dye because i went to the doctor recently and that's one of the things, because I don't, I don't know, it was just getting some reaction to something. I wasn't quite sure what it was. And, you know, after all of these tests, he says, oh, it's the nail salon, because, you know, you get the stuff and you're inhaling those chemicals. And yeah. it's when you get your hair dyed. And usually mm. I would, cause I've been graying since I was 20. So I would always yeah, like, you know, do that every six weeks or something. And this is the first right. time that I haven't had dye in my hair for like three months so I can see the grays and all, but it's the first time that I have not had a reaction. So, yeah, and I, you know, I really didn't notice that you didn't notice what? I didn't know you were gray since a long time yeah, I ago. You, I, was, I kept don't... dying it. <laughs> I didn't know you even dyed your hair.
1: Yes.
2: Oh, hold on. I got to turn my heat on.
0: Yes. And I know it's okay. genetic because my great grandmother, she was all white. I mean, she was probably her teens. So I just I have pictures. When next time you come over, I'll show you. Oh my goodness! So I was like, Oh my god! In my twenties, you you start seeing it, and then back then I was you know a little vain. I'm like, Oh no! But now I don't know because I'm I'm seeing so many beautiful you know, especially black women that are just sporting, they're my aging younger that just grade early and they're letting it grow out and it looks beautiful. And I'm like, you know what, am I really going to keep putting the toxins in or, and keep getting myself sick? Or am I just going to embrace it? And yeah. since I've done that, I feel so much better. So it was funny when you mentioned the hair, cause when I saw it, that's what I thought about. And
1: I was like, well, that's that? Kind of relates to a lot of what my practice is about is helping women feel comfortable in their body at whatever age they're at, to feel comfortable speaking up, to you know, have a voice, to create the life they want, not worrying so much about other people, what other people think, but man was I in that perfection seeking vain, you know, a long time. And I don't think it's, I wouldn't maybe have admitted this earlier on in my life that it was vain. You know, I was just like, I had sort of been trained to always look good, that it was important to look good. I got that message from early on, not just me, but my sisters and I all got that message from our my, I'll just say, not our parents, my mother. <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs> Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. She knows I talk about this. Um, but she was very worried. And it wasn't, maybe it wasn't a, just a purely vain thing, it was a fear thing. She thought that her daughters would not succeed in life if they weren't pretty. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! With their hair nice, and you know, I remember her saying such things to me, like, "Well, maybe you." When I was thirteen, you could be a massage therapist because the men will like that. <laughs>
2: oh, oh my God! Your mom
1: said that. Yeah. Now wow. she didn't mean that I should be, you know, like a hooker or anything. <laughs> she thought that this was something that I would be successful at you know because she didn't think that women and she was a nurse but she came off the farm went to nursing school and started having babies so she had three of us by the time she was 23 she knew very little about life and she thought that the best way for us to succeed was to look good Mm. and so I spent of years running from my gray hair thinking no one will think i'm value valuable if i'm 35 and if i'm 40 and have gray hair so it's a big thing and it took me until i was 60 to release this belief it also took the pandemic (laughs) okay i want to be home for a year anyway. looks like (laughs) this could be my time to do it and the first four months were difficult because you have that big stripe yep (laughs) Uh... but after a while I was comfortable with it and I still got on zoom and I did all my stuff and it kind of looked even pretty cool at sometimes you know just depending but just a couple of weeks ago, I had the haircut that pretty much cut most of the, the brown off. And I feel great. And, and also, there are organic products. So there are products you can use. I just had to dye my hair every three weeks. And that was too frequent. That was yeah, energetic. That's a, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. Really only looked good for about 10 days. Because then the little whites so would come, come back up. in. And mm. I just said, I'm sick of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. No, know, we weren't planning on talking about that, but.
0: <laughs> That's the joy. We never know where we're going to go. <laughs> but, you know, I do think it's, a, it's important because like you said, you know, we're made to believe even, you know, you turn on the TV, you look around, it's like this image of beauty usually isn't people with silver hair. And so therefore, when we get it, it's like, oh my God, or the stigma of getting old is, as a negative. When people go, oh, you're getting old. I'm like, thank God I'm getting old because my mother, my parents didn't live after age 33. So if I'm I'm getting old, I'm so happy. Like it's a, like, it's a bad thing to get old. I'm like, I'm so happy I'm this age. I don't want to be 20 again. Oh no, 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 oh, no. no, 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 no. But so many women, you know, we do, we strive to be perfect and we see, you know, the grays, the silvers, whatever you want to call it. And the wrinkles, the wrinkles. And it's just, I have some friends that are in their late fifties and the things that these women go through, I'm tired, just, just hearing it between the Botox and the chin lift. And I'm like, "Yeah, spending how much money? Are you crazy? And they're like, well, we just want to be young. And, you know, I'm going, one woman told me today, I'm going to get Botox Botox for what? You don't see this line? No, I don't know what you're talking about. I see the line that's kind of Botox. I'm like, you're spending thousands of thousands of dollars. And, you know, I just, you know, just shake my hand and say to each his own, won't be me.
1: We'll yeah. to, we'll and, and they're putting a highly toxic substance right in their third eye I, it, yes yes <laughs> that's like your that's, inner vision your intuition you're you're clouding it with botulinum toxin yes and I, it numbs you too. right botox of- It does. And some people, it paralyzes too many things. So it may paralyze their um, muscles so that they look like they're frowning because everything's like (laughs) droop. So sometimes it doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And you end up, you're like, okay, I'm never doing that again. I've had a couple friends that that happened to. And somebody I know got the thing right there. And pretty much passed out in on the spot because it was such a shock to their system oh, you know, wow. so again I, I have sensitive friends <laughs> and clients and so I hear these stories that what most people do tolerate the chemicals the keratin treatments etc they tolerate it but it's not good for them mm-hmm. and so kind of glad that I don't tolerate it and so I've made the decision I'm not going to do that you know I'm not going to get ever get Botox there's just no way in the world I would because the risk is too great for me as a highly Mm -hmm. person and I, I don't know if you if it works for you and you can get it and no problems um more power to you I don't always think it looks that natural. So, so I love the idea of just like, yeah, I'm okay with my extra, you know, chin and my wrinkles and my gray hair. My husband still loves me and, and you know, Aww. still wants to have, still wants to have sex with me. <laughs> I thought, no, he won't when I have gray hair, but He does. Hey, but- <laughs>
0: He's like, I got a new wife here. Look at this. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And, you know, all the things that we do to ourselves, all the stressors, all everything we do to conform, it's like we hold it right in our body. And I know one of the topics that we were going to discuss is gut. What the gut? When we do all of these things, it has to affect our gut, digestive, everything, right. everything.
1: Right. So think about the solar plexus, if you know about the chakras. So that energy center is above the belly button and below the chest. mm mm-hmm. It guides um, our, it's our power center. It's where we feel our self-empowerment. It's where we feel self-love. When we're off balance there, we feel insecure. And we may not be able to take steps forward in our life. Like we may have goals, but we just can't seem to get them accomplished. Something is holding us back that's often in our power center. And, um, so we have a hard time making decisions, um, taking action. And also this is where we, um, hold our addiction energy. So if we're, if there's any substance addiction or even thought addictions, like that old thought, oh my God, I have to have my hair color, you know, it's like mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. thought addiction type of thing. And, um, And so uh, let's see about, oh, and of course, all the digestive organs are in there. So the third chakra includes the stomach, um, the gallbladder, the pancreas, um, the spleen. I don't know if that's much of an organ of digestion, but that is in there too, but that's kind of like the toxic dump. So we want that area cleared out too, so that we have, you know, a little extra room to handle toxins when they do come our way. And, um, and, And so if we have a lot of blockage in that area, we may not be digesting our food very well. So not only may we not be digesting food, we may not be digesting emotions. It's like our digestive center is just offline. So the food may come through not in the fully digested form that is the deal. Like we talk about um, leaky gut, you know, where you can have like large chunks somehow of protein, you know, moving through and even somehow escaping. I'm not the expert on the actual um, ailments of digestion, Um, but we want that area to be full of digestive fire. Like our digestive juices are a form of fire, right? There's stomach acid. So when the food comes in, the stomach acid and the enzymes are supposed to break it down Mm. and move it on. And what if they are, what if our digestive fire is low? Like nobody's been tending the fire. We may be eating foods that are putting out our digestive fire. We may drink a great big glass of water right before we eat dinner. And that maybe that cold water puts out your digestive fire for the next 90 minutes or so. But then you put like a couple pounds of food in there on top of it. <laughs> <And> <laughs> break it down. So it immediately starts to ferment mm. and you get gas bloating Mm. and that doesn't so your body's either going to feel terrible you know like cramping or gassy bloated it always put me to sleep so i'd be like food coma coming on you know i have to lean over and go to sleep for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half it used to be really bad for me i had a very weak digestion Mm-hmm. But through all my practices, yoga can help increase that digestive fire. Mm-hmm. Certain breathing techniques, the breath of fire helps increase the digestive fire. Think about those old things called bellows. You know, it looked like a little accordion, but you, it's like mm-hmm. a triangle close it, it and it blows. <laughs> and it can help stoke the fire. can do the breath of fire exercise we can stoke the fire of our digestion in our belly and also our navel center and we get then we start building the ability to digest more things so things that you thought oh i just can't eat those poor me which of course is where i went for a long time poor me (laughs) (laughs) i now can eat those things Mm -hmm. problem And I really never thought I would get there. And it took me a while because I, you know, every step of the way was a little resistant. I was a little resistant to meditation. I was a little resistant to exercise. (laughs) I was a little resistant to changing my thoughts. I pretty much thought I knew it all, I guess. But (laughs) life will get, get you to the point where, hey, if you want to make improvements, might want to try something new. Mm-hmm. Try some changing of your thoughts. Um, try eating really well for a little while. I mean, I did that for like a year. I ate very carefully and I learned a lot, uh, but eventually we actually want to get back to being able to eat a more normal diet, you know, that we all feel good about. Like once in a while you want to have barbecued spare ribs. Not me. Not me. <laughs> no. Are you a vegan? Yes. We are. Okay. So once in a while you want to have like a vegan quiche.
0: <laughs> a Beautifully vegan
1: homemade. I'll have
0: to say a vegan <laughs> cupcake. Yeah.
1: You want right. You want to be able to eat that sugar once in a while. Right. It's not like, oh my God, I can never eat sugar again hopefully you get to the point where you can eat sugar there was a time I would eat sugar and my feet would just flare up in burning pain oh good and on. I thought yeah isn't that weird <laughs> and I related it to sugar I you know through my kind of you know obsessive like trying to figure all this stuff out and I had to avoid sugar refined sugar I could eat Regular, I mean, unrefined sugar, no problem. But refined sugar just threw my body into an inflammation, like within a matter of, of a few minutes after doing mm. it. Um, oh, it's gone now. So yeah, I have a little, I'll have a little muffin every day. I'll have a little English muffin with, you know, jam with sugar in it. But there was a time I thought I could never do that. And, you know, I want to be careful. There are some people who have... Um, know condition i'm not recommending you go out and try to change your diet right now i'm just saying there is a way to heal yourself to the next level to where you can enjoy a more normal life along with everyone else who's alive on this planet right now we might want to have a glass of wine once in a while you know we might want to have a cup of coffee or a sweet something and to be able to participate in that and do that but you still don't have to turn it back into an addictive pattern where i have to have it every day i have to have it five times a day (laughs) so that again goes back to the thinking about you know how to manage our our thoughts and our food um and there's a lot there's even a, a you probably are familiar with this there's a number of eating disorders. One of them is called, um, orthorexia. And have you heard of that? No. Know. Well known. It's the fear of eating improperly. So if you're seeing that No, you don't have that one. That's why you don't know about it. Who Maybe they got diagnosed with um, cancer or something that really got their attention, or maybe Crohn's disease or some other digestive disorder. And what do they do? They immediately Google it. And they start, you know, seeing, oh, what am I not supposed to eat? And oh, what if I turns into this disease and, oh, my doctor said I can't have gluten anymore and blah, blah, blah. And it really becomes that person is in fight or flight because they don't even know what to eat, you know? So then they, they try to do their best, but um, food at times just becomes, you know, especially if they're getting symptoms after they eat, like the gas and the bloating, and they're like, oh, I did something wrong. You know, I, I messed up. So they become afraid of eating. Or when they go shopping, they're label readers, you know, that uh, um, the shopping, grocery shopping experience takes, you know, an hour longer because they have to look, look at everything really carefully, mm-hmm. full situation. So we don't want that. You know, we want to get you to where food is beautiful, it's loving, and it's joyful. Mm. And there are ways to clear those thought patterns around the fear of eating. We can clear any kind. I of need. Thought.
2: I need some fear of eating. You
1: uh, I need, need some get, fear of eating. I need, yes, I need to gain some fear or something.
2: <laughs> Mika, you stop it back there. You stop it over there. <laughs> I do. I was hoping I had one of the conditions so I could be like, oh, that's what's wrong with
0: No, <laughs> that's not your problem.
2: <laughs> I know, unfortunately problem.
1: not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <You're>
1: <laughs> so so are you saying that you you just maybe have a hard time not eating
2: very much? I'm a or you not even sugar. sugar. No. I, I, I'm addicted to coffee and sugar. Mm -hmm. yeah I'll skip meals if I'll you know I'll sit and I'll eat like coffee I'll have coffee and like let's say a muffin and I'll be fine I don't need lunch I don't need the whole meal or whatever I'll just eat that and I'm fine and there was a time where I was functioning like that almost every day where I would skip like lunch or breakfast and I would have just those those things just to kind of keep me going. It wasn't really filling me and obviously not nutritious, but it killed the hunger pain and I kept on going. So it still gave me the energy.
1: Right. So. It's, it's a kind of energy that causes you to become indebted later. Like you're, it's almost like you're borrowing from the future when the energy always comes from uh stimulants coffee chocolate sugar um someday there will be an awareness that your body shows you this isn't quite working for you someday something will start speaking to you about it and do you ever see that happening now at all do you feel pretty good otherwise it's not yelling hard.
0: It's not yelling loud enough. <laughs> no, well, right. so when I knew
2: that I was eating really bad, I, I was eating really bad at a period. Um, not only seeing it in my face, but I started having flare-ups um, like eczema, mm. and I knew I was like, "Oh shit!" I know this is bad, and I knew. And when I when I changed my diet. And I started juicing and doing the smoothies and I started eliminating a lot of the white carbs and um, the sugar. Uh, I didn't eliminate the sugar, but I took it down like a big notch. Um, I noticed my skin cleared um, and I started, I I wasn't as itchy anymore. Like I literally felt itchy from head to toe. But there was, if you looked at my skin, there was nothing there.
1: Yeah, so
2: no. been through that,
1: and it really wasn't that long ago. So I get that itchy stuff. <laughs> so even though I've been an energy healer for so many years, I'm still on the road to healing myself. And our skin is one of the last things that will heal. Um, and and itching um, relates to spiritual irritation. Um, And it relates to heat in the body. So on the emotional, spiritual level, it's like spiritual irritation. I think I had it at the time because I was trying to, um, I don't know, sell, sell services to the wrong group of people. It was like a networking group with a ton of men in it. They didn't know much about energy healing. They definitely like they to get a, a different
2: type. Oh, yeah, yeah I get those yeah. all they, the time. And it's, they had it's a extremely irritating.
1: Yeah, and so I stuck with it, though, because I'm a very persistent person, sometimes to my own detriment. And I thought, no, I can't quit. I just need to say it a different way or blah, well, well, you know. But eventually it was like, I'm in the wrong group. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. And I quit that group and I still fumbled around for like another year after trying to figure out what am I doing? How am I selling my services? And it turns out that whole BNI for me, Business Networking Incorporated, is not where I need to be spending my time. I need to spend my time with women who are kind of already on the spiritual path. They already are awakened to some degree about healing, about what's going on in their life energetically, but maybe they still have blockages somehow. That is a perfect client for me. I can help guide them through and release the energy around their blockages. And so it took me several months but i totally got rid of that itchiness and at the time i was blaming it on coffee because i love a little coffee and um but i always knew that i was a little too sensitive for it yeah. in any case i've solved that issue i don't feel that itchiness at all i feel very calm in my body and my skin and even when i drink coffee now or eat chocolate Used to make me a little bit hyper, doesn't do that anymore. So I've reached a whole new level of healing just by living life and going, is the way I'm living life really working for me right now? Like, is it these people I need to be hanging out with? Mm-hmm. You know, we stock on the decisions that we're making on a daily basis and, you know, make changes. So like, then that goes back to the power center in the gut. No, I wanna I wanna go this direction with my business. I wanna serve these people, mm. and they just happen to be men. You know, I do work with some men, but they're the unique ones who are really ready for change. But it's mostly women who are ready for change in their lives. Mm. So, right. just, yeah, encourage you to um, not beat yourself up about it. About the food choices that maybe take baby steps, lean into how can I get a little more exercise, or how can I eat a little better, you know, quality muffin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know, muffin, muffin and better quality. It doesn't,
2: not in the same sentence. I don't like those healthy muffins.
1: Yeah, that's okay. I
2: don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't really. Stress over it, you know. um, Tamika yells at me enough for my poor food.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you be itching and scratching over there. Like I don't feel good. I'm like, "Uh oh, so then I gotta, you know. You be like, I don't know where I'm itching. Really, you don't know. I tell her I don't know, even though I know she knows, but I will never say it. She just won't say it. I'm like, oh, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's so funny. Mary, you have any questions? Because, you know, we love you, Andrea. We've been on this call almost an hour. Really? Almost. Yeah. Oh Mo, so I will make sure gonna open my
1: I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna open my blinds. I'll be right back. Sure. I was losing my light there.
0: Ah uh, oh that's right. Because oh. right. you're in California, so
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe that's right
2: too much light. <laughs> you guys unscripted we don't rehearse
0: anything exactly <laughs> she's in california i look outside it's like pitch black she opens well, okay. the last light. The <laughs> yeah the sun oh, it's just, it's 21 here and
1: it's
0: pitch coming
1: black. right in sun. oh it's
0: beautiful it's
1: beautiful yeah well if there's I know, you know, it sounds like I've been on here a little bit, and maybe Mary does have a question, but if there's time, I could do a quick energy healing around something for you guys. Oh, sure. And, I love and it. it would be healing for whoever's listening, actually, even later. Okay. So it could be about, um, like, feeling really good about your food choices. Something Ooh. Like. That's a
0: good one for Mary. Feeling good about those food choices. <laughs> Feeling good about like, I gotta re- rephrase that. Feeling good about making good food choices. Because okay. I know you feel good about your food choices. YOLO. <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh-huh. Not when you scratching like that. <laughs> I'm not even. I'll uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. be I'll be <laughs> hearing about oh, you. I, <laughs> I swear. <Yeah. laughs> um, and or we could do it around some other thing, because um, you know, it could be about um some other belief. If there's a belief that is coming up for somebody that just gets in their way, like maybe they don't feel like they believe. That they're worthy or good enough
0: or comfortable. Oh, yeah. I like that because I know a lot of our viewers, they don't think that they're worthy. So
1: they don't. That's a really speak. common. They topic. don't speak. They just. Right. You know. Throat back back. chakra blockage. Mm-hmm. Um, we could definitely do something about that right now. So let me, um, okay, so I didn't talk much about the technique called BEST, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to describe it to you all, but just know that I use some form of muscle testing to ask questions, and I don't even have to say them out loud. <laughs> and again, this is a technique that anyone can learn, anybody. There's like a set way you do it, you learn how to do it, and anyone can do this energy healing. So I do teach people how to do that. Um, and that's what I'm going to do right now is do the muscle testing, kind of tune inward for a moment. Um, I'm going to have you guys think a thought like, um, I believe I am worthy. And let's see, I believe I, let's try this one. I believe I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Mm so thinking that thought can be thinking it now anyone who's who listens later can be thinking that thought right now okay and the word that's coming up let's just say it's for the group it's for the collective energy the word that's coming up is loneliness so we've tuned into some pattern of loneliness that we're going to release so just for a moment thinking of loneliness and i always yawn when the energy is moving <laughs> so i'm something's happening already here you anybody might be feeling a sensation at some point in their body a shifting of energy a hot or a cold sensation a tingly or a yawn or burp or cough, anything like that shows the energy is moving. And not everyone will feel that either. So don't feel like it didn't work if you didn't feel that. This technique really comes into play after the session as your body continues to heal from the pattern of unworthiness. So again, go back to, I believe I am... um, deeply and completely love and accept myself. Oh, sorry. And now we're actually into loneliness, and I'm going to now find a different word for us to focus on. And let's go to the word compassion. So now focusing in on compassion, could be compassion for yourself or others, or it could just be thinking that word, compassion. Everyone close your eyes and have your eyeballs looking straight ahead with your eyes closed. Thinking number five and compassion. And uh, actually you're gonna need to look at me for just a moment. I want you to touch both of your eyebrow points. So with your right hand, take your middle finger and touch your right eyebrow. And with your left hand, take your pointer finger and touch your left eyebrow. Just gently, good. And now take a deep breath into your belly hold it for as long as you can. For some people that might just be five seconds, other people might hold it for 30 seconds. If you need to take a second or a third breath, like a repeat breath, feel free to do that. And I kind of act as a conduit, no matter where we are in the world, we are connected to each other. Energetically, there's some kind of a grid. I can't explain it. But I know that I can help you wherever you are on this planet. Ah, there, I was kind of waiting for me to feel that deeper breath that I could take, sort of like a yawn, because that's definitely what my body does almost 100% of the time when people are releasing their energy. So go ahead and just relax now, Mary and Tamika, and open your eyes. Breathing normally, no particular thought in mind. And now tuck your chin toward your collarbone, and then back up again a person were laying down, they would be asked to do the same, bringing their head toward the collarbone and then back down onto the table or the bed. And now open your eyes, thinking of um, compassion. We'll start there. And close your eyes, thinking of compassion. And now open your eyes, thinking that belief. Let's go back so I believe I deeply and completely love and accept myself, and see if that doesn't feel a little different for anybody. Eyes are open, and eyes are closed. Okay. So according to my muscle testing, we cleared that pattern, even as a group, even as a future group. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm into these kind of healing, you know, trainings of years and now that we're doing it on um zoom a lot of it um we can have groups of hundreds of people of, of practitioners of of um trainers and you know whether you're in europe whether you're across the country you could still feel something happening during this healing session now did either of you feel anything like any tummy rumbling or any, any kind of energy sensation?
2: Uh, I got a weird chill, which I thought was weird. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It was in my body, and I was like, what the hell? I'm, I mean, I have my heat on. I, it's not that I'm cold, but I don't know. It's hard to explain. I was a little surprised. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, because um, I don't normally yeah, get chills like that unless I'm sick or, or something. Yeah. So that was a little odd. I yeah,
1: good. So we're gonna welcome that as a as evidence. Let's say we're not always gonna get that evidence, but if something does come up, be like, yes, my body just released something, you know. And and people get hot flashes sometimes during the session, or they might feel cold. They might get that tummy rumbling. They might yawn, or burp. You know, I think I said some of this earlier, um, and that's all a sign that the energy is moving. And I, I wanna say, I've gotten to the point where I feel very confident in every session that I do, whether it's group or individual, that I'm able to help people move that energy. So that's kind of my gift of intuition and as a healer. You know, and we all have our own gifts. So mine may, may look different from someone else, But I'm definitely um, confident that when I'm yawning, it's because you've just released something. Mm -hmm. Like it's not around. It's not me yawning and now I'm sending you the healing. The healing is coming because your body already knows how to do it and I'm just here as a guide and it opens up something and releases something. Mm -hmm. That's when I feel the need to yawn. So a lot of times we're yawning at the exact same time together, or you know something similar to that. So, so each session, you know, it's very common to feel, oh, that was kind of interesting, <laughs> and yeah, I did feel something, and um, and then I was able to give you guys a treatment a while ago too, and um, in our introduction to each other. Um, I got some feedback that uh, I think it was you Tamika that said afterwards like the next day your shoulder really hurt
0: do you mm-hmm.
1: that? I sure do <laughs> and we worked on your shoulder that mm-hmm. night you could only lift it this high at first yeah or maybe even this high <laughs> and then at the end you were able to come up quite a bit further (laughs) but for a few days afterwards you went through a healing process and that may happen to you this time too or not necessarily your shoulder but something you might feel tired you might feel like you're coming down with something Um, that is to be welcomed. that's part of the healing process so don't be afraid of that
0: I was glad that you warned me because I was like, oh my goodness. It's important.
1: Yeah, it's important that I I tell people that (laughs) because otherwise they're like, what is happening?
0: might get scared. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's always a pleasure seeing you and you know, learning from you. And I just want to let everyone know that if you go to Andrea's website, which is embodyyourjoy.com, she has two special offers for you. So you can either click on the free video training link to learn how to reset your nervous system, again, at embodyyourjoy.com, and if you join her two-week trial for her primal movement flow, yin and kundalini, hope I said that right, yoga, <laughs> for only $5, yeah. you will receive a special offer, a 15-minute private energy healing session on Zoom. So again, these links will be posted Uh, If you're listening to us on Apple, Anchor, whatever, it's in the the show notes. And if you're on social media, just click the link. Again, it's embodyyourjoy.com is her website. So we will have those links for you.
1: Can can I just also add, to make it even easier, I now have the links all on one page. So if you go to embodyyourjoy.com forward slash links, Ooh. You'll see the video training link and the two-week $5 trial for the live yoga on Zoom. Um, so that makes it a little bit easier.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So embodyyourjoy.com links. So we will definitely post that on all of our platforms. And Mayor, do you have anything else to say? You're good, Mayor. I'm good. You're good. Well, when Mary's good, I'm good. All is right with my, my world when she's good. And again, (laughs) thank you so, so much for being here. We appreciate you and we love what you do. And, you know, guys go to her website. I'm telling you, I, I did it and it worked for me. So I'm going to go on and see how I can get some more because I got some more to do. Or something. <laughs> I got something to do. <laughs> so join me in doing it and you will not be disappointed. So as always, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. And it's we, pleasure. It, the pleasure was all ours. And we will see you on the next show, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.